1: Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today.
2: Welcome back. Chucky's coming to you live on 106.7 The Fan and the Team 980 in the DMV. 910 and 105.1 FM in Richmond. And we are streaming live on the Odyssey app, wherever you may be. Brought to you by Crop Metcalf, official heating and Cooling Company of the Junks. Looking to be their next five-star HVAC technician or plumber? Visit cropmetcalf.com to join their team. John Kime, who covers the commanders for ESPN, is going to join us at 9. Then we have our Costco cookie challenge. But joining us right now is John Feinstein, best-selling author and Washington Post columnist. Golfdom has the new products. Ready to go for golf in the spring? Come get fit for new clubs from Callaway, TaylorMade, Titleist, Ping, and more. Visit Golfdom in Tysons, Annapolis, or Rockville. Golfed them, live the game all right cakes one dollar bet has okay. John Feinstein ever been to Costco oh this is a great question has John Feinstein I'm, I'm gonna guess John Feinstein likes himself a bargain like most people I'm gonna say he's had a Costco membership at some point that yes he has been to Costco at some point in his uh, life I'll take the no okay John Feinstein have you been to Costco
0: cakes wins
2: Cakes, yeah, wins, I win. There we go.
0: I, I, see if I, I have a Costco. dollar. Do I get 50 cents?
2: <laughs> sure. No. Do you have a <laughs> <No>. <laughs> the Cakes, I'll have to pay you a dollar. The only yep. way I can pay you, John.
0: Is... Yeah, come on by the house. Are yeah. you
2: upset that they got rid of the churro for the uh, chocolate <laughs> chip cookie?
0: Actually, uh, yes. I'm a big churro guy. I, I love going to the Palm for lunch, and they have great churros.
2: Mm. Didn't realize that. Nice. Yeah, sleep on do. their dessert game, I, I guess. You sleep on the Palms dessert game? I, I mean, I'm more into the steaks than oh. I am into desserts. Well, the, steak,
0: the steaks are good, too, obviously. Yeah. Um, but, uh, have a fantastic, but I love the churros. I love fantastic them. Fantastic chocolate and cake. so does Palm. my 13-year-old daughter, Jane. So. <laughs> sure.
2: Hey, so um, I, I, I put this on Twitter for the show, and there's one guy who's really upset that I said it. And I've said it on the show. I said, Caitlin Clark is the face of college basketball, and usually it's a man, like I pointed to Zion Williamson a couple years ago. Do you disagree with that?
0: Not right now. I mean, uh, I wonder how many media were at that game last night. I Hmm. I bet a lot. The Post had somebody there. Um, And these days, you know, men's college basketball regular season games usually only get covered you know, I'm not, talk, I'm not talking TV, get covered in terms of print media, broadcast media, uh, by the local teams, you know, by the, the, the beat writers and stuff. And obviously there were national reporters there uh, last night, and uh, she certainly came up big. Um, so I would say for right now, sure, I mean, who's, I mean, the men's player of the year right now would be Zach Eadie. And I would bet you right now more people are aware of Haylon oh, yeah. Clark's numbers than Zach Eadie's numbers by a lot.
2: Oh yeah. I mean, the reality is Zion is like the first one that I think of in recent years. I don't know that there was one on the male side last year. Like Brandon Miller was – I mean, they're good players. Very good players. But I don't think that that they pop or get popular by and large because, you know, they're there for a year.
3: But here's the best part about it, in my opinion – John and this, you know, I'm not trying to be hot takey. I'm just being my honest opinion. What was was, that word?
0: You're not trying to be what? Hot takey, like oh, hot takey. Okay, (laughs) no, like this
3: is my my genuine feeling. Like she deserves it. Like it's not. not? I'm I'm saying it's not fake. It's not like oh, we just have to promote a woman. No, she deserves
0: it. The women's game. I think I've told you guys this before. I, I I was sent when I was the kid on the. I was actually the night police reporter, but I would still cover sports at times. And I was sent in 1978 to cover Maryland-UCLA at mm-hmm. Colfield House, And the, those were the two teams that ended up playing that year for the national championship. So they were mm-hmm. arguably the two best teams in college basketball. I'm telling you, I could have started for either one of those teams. Right? They just right. weren't any good. They, <laughs> right. they couldn't play anywhere near the rim. They could barely make a shot off the dribble. I mean, it was hide-your-eyes type stuff. Right. And the progress that the women's game has made is, is amazing. What she's I mean, doing is
3: incredible. incredible. Yeah. Well,
0: plus other women, there. You know, they're, 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 the, the women's game is at a completely different level now than it was 40 years ago. It, it's, it's. You know, the, there there are women who can dunk. There was nobody who could dunk back then. Um, they they can actually shoot off the dribble. They make threes at least as well as men. Mm-hmm. Um, and it, 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 it's it's a different sport. Let's put it that way and it's worthy of being watched. Now, there are some politically correct people who are who try to make it a bigger deal than it than it is. You know, like it's better than the NBA or something ridiculous like that. Mm-hmm. But the progress that's been made has been just amazing, really amazing because I was late getting to it because I just assumed they were still playing like UCLA and Maryland but getting more publicity. Right.
3: I remember I'm from the era um, and you remember it well, I'm sure. The Chris Weller era, the right. Vicky Bullet era, and I had appreciation for the women's. I used to go and watch Chris Weller coach because she was a maniac, but it, but, she was, but she was, <laughs> and, great. And, and the
0: men's coach at, 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 during the 90s and, and odds at Maryland wasn't a maniac. <laughs> no, I also watched him. <laughs> I, also, a also, man. Also, yeah. I
3: also watched him, and I, I learned a trim because they used to have open gym. You go in there, it was like a clinic. I was a young coach, like in high right. school level, and it was like a clinic every day, it was free, it was amazing.
0: Yeah yeah um, uh, back in back in the old days, you could walk into almost any college basketball practice, men or women, yeah, and just sit there. The only one, place I was restricted at all was when I went to watch North Carolina, Dean Smith always made you sit in the upper level, uh-huh
1: you, know, Duke, and, and you, had, you had to bring a
0: card they would they would give you a card yeah to bring to practice, and one of the managers would come and collect it and I found out later the reason for that was so that late in the season. If I asked a question during a t- the tournament or something, Dean would say, well, John, you saw us practice six times this year, so you know blah, 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 blah. <laughs> right. that, that was Dean. That's yeah,
3: smart. He, you know what? That's Dean's that's smart. Dean's smarter detail. than the five of us combined. Yeah, I mean, that's attention to detail well, it by
2: work. him, obviously.
3: At Maryland, yeah. Gary would yell at Because remember, at Cole, people used to run
2: upstairs. Yeah, all the time. And yeah. he'd
0: yell at everybody, <laughs> being too yeah. loud. So did Lefty. Yeah. So, so did Lefty. So and, did, and one time, Lefty tried to – you know, I, I covered Maryland, so I would go to practice all the time. And mm-hmm. one time, Lefty said, you got to sit upstairs, you know, ten rows from the top or something. And I said, why? I always sit downstairs. He said, no, I don't want you to hear me cursing. I said, Lefty, I could go sit in Bird Stadium and you I'd hear you cursing.
3: <laughs> yeah, Gary didn't have that problem. Yeah. He no, didn't care. Yeah.
0: Gary didn't care. No, yeah, yeah. no.
2: So, John, um, we spent some time in the last week or two talking about how the commanders have built this coaching staff, starting with Dan Quinn and the office coordinators and building out this staff. And yesterday you got to hear from the coordinators. Right. You covered the Ravens for your book years ago. How big is the staff?
0: Well, the staff is important, but the players are more important. I mean, I, I was in the car yesterday um, when uh, the defensive coordinator had his press conference, um, and afterwards, I was listening to different radio stations and you would think that the Ravens just won uh, the Ravens. the commanders just won the Super Bowl mm-hmm. based on what the uh, coaches have been saying. you do know, we know from the Dan Snyder era you don 't win championships in February or March. You have to go out and get players, whether it 's in free agency, the draft they 've got a lot of draft picks this year. Um, they also have a lot of holes to fill. Uh, I think they'll be better at quarterback next year, whether they take Jaden Daniels or Drake May. I think they both have the potential to be very good. I'm assuming Caleb Williams will go first. Mm -hmm. Um, But, you know, February – you guys have been around here all your lives. I've been around here my adult life. February, March, they're always going to the Super Bowl. Yeah. Um, Check back with me in September.
2: Well, I want to say when you did your book on the Ravens was – Del Rio, like the linebacker's coach? and No, he wasn't there. Who, who was the defensive coordinator at the time? Defensive
0: coordinator was Mike Nolan.
2: Okay. It was who Mike had Nolan. been
0: with Washington when the, the famous mm-hmm. story when Dan Snyder said he wanted variety in the yeah. defense and, and, and then when they lost to the Cowboys, he, he sent <clears throat> Nolan uh, a, a, a package or whatever of uh, tutti frutti ice cream. With a note saying, "This is what I like," mm-hmm. and then when I wrote wrote that in the book, I tried to you know get a comment from the team, and I can't remember who the, Swanson was the PR guy back then. I think sounds yeah. right. Yeah, and Carl Swanson. I got a maybe? note from him saying that, <clears throat> um, what's his name, the general manager, who was a better radio broadcaster, Vinny Vinnie. Yeah, Vinny Serato said he was the one who sent sent the uh, ice cream, and Mike had told me that the the note was signed by Snyder. (laughs) And so my response to
1: what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order, additional term supply. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever or I can conquer it.
3: I always liked Vinny, but it, I, cause I guess nobody we, said he was
0: a bad guy. Yeah, I'm a yeah. good guy, too, but I wouldn't make much of an NFL yeah, general manager. Known, he's just right. known as a stooge. Yeah, yeah, I know. Yeah, NFL I mean, uh, all kidding aside, I, his radio show was on Friday afternoons, and I was in the car a lot back then for some reason, mm-hmm. and he, he sounded like a stooge. <laughs> <laughs>
3: You can say that so, about a lot of people in radio, though, yes.
4: unfortunately. Yes,
0: you <laughs> can, but yeah. usually you don't make them general manager of an NFL team. Right, All right, right, so I guess
2: we should talk to you a little bit about Tiger Woods. Uh, yep. A clip went viral that he shanked the ball, I guess, on the 18th hole. Which, ball. by the way,
3: I love Tiger, but I love seeing that because it, just, it makes you feel a little bit better. The game is so hard, but yeah. even the all-time yeah. greats, they also yeah, the- rocket one every once in a while.
0: Yeah, I mean, uh, I remember Johnny Nick- Johnny, Nicholas. Johnny Miller was in a playoff at Pebble Beach right. with Jack Nicholas years ago when Miller was probably the second best player in the world. And in the, on the playoff hole, he he shanked shanked right. his second shot. Right. So it, it can happen. It does happen.
3: It does happen
0: to everybody. And um, <clears throat> I'm not saying I felt good about it, but you're right. It does make them seem more human. That's one of the things people like about golf is you, you could go out and play. The, the it was the ninth hole, wasn't it? um, with tiger mm-hmm. and be a eight ten handicap, whatever. And you could pick birdie on the hole and tiger could make double bogey. Mm-hmm. Now I ain't going to last, but right. it can happen. Right. You right. know, what do you so, think of the, uh, the, the
3: breaking up the partnership with Nike coming out with his Sunday red, you know? Yeah.
0: The, well, he's obviously trying to, uh, make some more money cause he needs it, you know? Yeah, um, uh, but, uh, <laughs> Uh, He'd been with Nike forever, and the funny thing was when he signed with Nike back in 96 when he turned Mm -hmm. pro, uh, or really before he turned pro, uh, the contract, I don't remember the numbers now, you can look them up, but people were saying, that's just so much more money than you can pay a golfer, and Nike got one of the great bargains in the history of sports.
3: Are golfers today in college, like if you're the, there's nobody's the next Tiger Woods, but if you're the next top amateur, are mm-hmm. they making a killing even like the golfers in NIL? Well, yeah,
0: yeah, especially now because they're being recruited um, by the corporations uh, to, to sign with them as soon as they turn pro and, and the NILs are legal. But remember, golfers almost never graduate from college. Neither do tennis players. Here's the question. Unless it's changed, and I don't think it has, who's the last tennis player to win a major championship and graduate from college? Yeah, I don't know. Arthur Ashe.
4: Man, that's going way back.
0: I know, 1960s. So tennis players never graduate from college, rarely go. Jim Currier is one of the smartest guys I've ever met. He never set foot in college. (laughs) Right. He didn't need it. Uh, A lot of guys don't need college. Um, You know, uh, Bill Gates didn't graduate from college. He's done okay. But uh, golfers are better than that. You know, some of them do graduate. Some of them graduate because they're not ready to turn pro. But most of them don't graduate.
2: Talking to John Feinstein, best-selling author, Washington Post columnist. So you came on this show several weeks ago, and you said you felt like this – Move to Alexandria, far right. from a done deal. Maybe it's a bluff. They're going to stay in D.C. What's your current read now? We had kind of a point-counterpoint this week where we had somebody from the stop the stop the team from moving to Alexandria, whatever it's called, the coalition right. to stop the arena on the show. And then we had Jim Van Stone from Monumental Sports. It seems like legislation passed on one side but not on the other side. What's your current read?
0: My current read hasn't changed. Um I still don't think they're going to end up moving there. Something will happen, you know, either with legislation or with the costs in the community, um, with traffic and things like that. But I, I don't think – I think in the end, whether he realized it or not at the beginning, and I think he did, but whether he did or not, I think Leontis is going to realize – because he's obviously a smart guy – that this move will ultimately be uh, one they shouldn't shouldn't make, that the teams belong in downtown. And and this whole myth that he's trying to sell that the DMV is all one city, we all know it's not. Virginia's different than the district. The district is different from Maryland. They're all geographically in the same area, but they're not the same. Mm -hmm. They're very different places. And downtown D.C., Needs, a, a, needs the arena and needs the teams. And Barry Sreluga wrote a very good column the other day saying that everybody's a loser right now in this deal, including the mayor, because she's gotten herself backed into the wall, backed up to a wall by Leonsis with this threat.
2: I'll say this, though, John, having Jim give you know the PR spin on Ted's side of it, I think DC could have given them five billion dollars, and they would still want to move to Alexandria. It's all about expansion and space.
0: Well, it might be, but how much space is there in, in Alexandria? I
2: think it would be twelve acres, 12 acres. versus the four that they a have right now. Size. Yeah,
0: but but again, location, location, location. Um, and I, you know, I don't know Jim Stone, um, but I assume he's a good PR guy, and he's paid money to do that sort of spend uh, on the media and on the public. So I didn't hear the, the the conversation you're referencing, but that's that's what's going to be the spin until and unless uh it's decided that they're not going to go.
2: Hmm. All right, John. And
0: and if they do go, by the way, me
2: mm-hmm. a culpa. <laughs> John, have a great three day weekend.
0: Yep, look forward to yep. it. All right, Enjoy. thank you. See you guys. Yep. yep.
2: That's John Feinstein brought to you by Golfdom. They have new products ready to go for golf in the spring. Come get fit for new clubs from Callaway, TaylorMade, Titleist, Ping, and more. Visit Golfdom in Tysons, Annapolis, or Rockville. Golfdom, live the game. All right. The weekend parlay retired for now, but we want to try and run $10 to $10K. And we're going to do it with with your picks. Not multiple picks. We need you guys to sell us. Sell us your best play of the weekend, and then we're going to ride us with some what we determine is the best.
3: If you got, if it's a tingle, just say it's a tingle, but uh, you know, give us some numbers. <laughs> Try to yeah, convince some rationale us.
2: to back it up,
3: right? And again, unlike our parlay, where we were kind of looking for long shots because you know we wanted to hit a big payday. Here, all we want to do is just double up, but it's got to be even money or, or otherwise, it like it takes longer to get there, right? So, even money or better.
2: Just sell us on your winners as we try and run $10 to 10 K that's next 800-636-1067. If you want to chime in,
4: don't go anywhere. This episode is brought to you by progressive insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too. With the name, your price tool from progressive. It works just the way it sounds.